Welcome to the Wonder With Me podcast, where I, Dr. Tanya Winchester, invite you to get curious with me about all things mind-body healing, especially how we can unlock the incredible healing power of our unconscious minds so that we can all get out of stress mode and go back into healing mode. We'll talk about how you can easily create healthy, sustainable self-care habits so that you can calm your mind, sleep deeply, wake rested, and enjoy happy, energized days. Ultimately, so that you can make a bigger difference in your well-being and that of your family and the world around you. These casual chats are for educational purposes only and don't constitute a therapeutic relationship. With all that said, let's get this episode underway. Come wonder with me. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Wonder With Me podcast. This is episode 28, Why Stress Makes Us Sick. I'm your hostess, Dr. and or coach Tanya Winchester, and one of the things that I hear commonly from my patients since I've been in practice 2007 is I'm pretty sure it's stress. I haven't asked this question. I haven't provoked this question. I haven't encouraged them to say this, but they'll spontaneously say to me, I'm pretty sure I'm sick because of stress. So if you've ever wondered if stress actually does make us sick or if stress is specifically making you sick, then buckle up. I am going to explain all of this today in today's episode. With all of that said, let's get into it. Let's get wondering. You've probably thought about how stress could possibly make us sick. And if you are on the fence that stress is connected to illness, then I will assure you in this podcast that physiologically, this is absolutely accurate. Stress inhibits our immune system, our digestive system, our reproductive systems, our hormone systems, among other, in fact, most other systems in the body. So how exactly does this happen? How does stress make us sick? I want to look at this really simply. It comes down to how our bodies use and delegate energy. And I mean metabolic, physiological energy, okay? So it's time for an analogy. Ooh, I should have a little jingle made like that. I guess I just made it, actually. So imagine a toy train set with many tracks and one train. This particular train set, like all toy train sets, has a hobbyist. Someone like my dad or my husband controlling the train. The conductor, if you will, chooses which track to divert the train to as it travels around all of these interconnected pathways. Our nervous system is the conductor of our bodies and decides where to divert the energy in our bodies based on its present priorities. Because in any given moment, there is only a finite amount of energy that the body has access to. It can always make more, provided that it's adequately neutrified, but for right now, there is a cap on the energy pool, if you can imagine. Now, a little flashback reminder from high school science that the energy currency in the body is a molecule called ATP. Okay, cool. So now we're all on the same page that our bodies only have access to a limited amount of ATP in any given moment, right? Yes. 
When we're stressed, our body goes into fight, flight, freeze, or faint mode. The conductor, aka the nervous system, diverts more energy to our survival systems like our adrenal glands, our lower brain centers, our muscles, and our cardiovascular system. When we subtract the ATP required for survival from the total pool, we have less energy to divert to important thrival systems and organs like our digestive, immune, and reproductive ones. If I could summarize this formula that favors the survival pathways versus the thrival pathways in one word, it would be harumph, with furrowed brow, a pout, and crossed arms. In a perfect world, we would be relaxed most of the time, and that's actually how our ancestors hung out. Most of the time, they were pretty chill and just relaxed. If that's you, hop up right now and do 10 jumping jacks. I can imagine that you're still sitting, aren't you? Our ancestors hung out most of the time in relaxation mode. This idyllic land of long-term relaxation and short-term stress mode is called rest, digest, and sex mode. This is the mode wherein we do our healing only. When we're relaxed, the nervous system, our train conductor, diverts energy to important organs like the stomach, the liver, the uterus, the higher brain centers, our hormone glands. Stress, so fight, flight, freeze, faint mode, is the actual polar opposite, neurologically, of relaxation. Rest, digest, heal, and sex mode. It's like switching the tracks so the train takes a different route. It's like switching a light switch. We are not likely living in that perfect world I described above where we are all relaxed all the time, but in the opposite scenario where we are stressed most of the time and relaxed very little of the time. Our track is switched. ATP is shunted down the stress pathway so we can survive the imminent threat. Less ATP is available for all of those systems that help us thrive. Okay, so this has all been very theoretical. So how does this show up clinically? Great question, my friends. It shows up with things like chronic infections, autoimmune disease, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, irritable bowel syndrome, aka IBS, aka IB stress, inflammatory bowel disease, period pain, infertility, memory issues, focus problems, concentration issues, anxiety, insomnia, burnout to name a very small, small few examples. What was that word again? Yes, harumph. So what is the way out of this? How do we keep our train on the proper track where we can thrive in our health and our wellness? Well, the simple formula for this is, write this down, my friends. If you have an opportunity to write this down, write this down right now. Health equals nutrients in and wastes or toxins out. That's it. Easy, breezy. Now, I recognize this simple to say formula has massive and possibly complicated implications. Where I get really excited, though, is that we can apply this formula to all of the levels of our body, biochemically, physically, emotionally, and mentally. Those higher levels, I get really pumped about working with people out of those places because there's this really cool top-down effect when we work 
to change the mental and emotional unconscious healing neurology that filters down through the physical level and through the biochemical level. And what I've discovered over the years is that often our past experiences affect our stress. Even though they took place long ago, it's like the conductor didn't get the memo. It's like the conductor is putting another train from our old memories on the track. And this really confuses things. Because even though those old memories aren't happening currently, your body remembers everything, and especially things that are unprocessed and unresolved and unintegrated and unhealed, it's going to cause the conductor to divert energy down the stress pathway, even though the stress might not be happening in the present moment. Now, physiologically, there is an efficiency to this, because it's more efficient from an energy, again, from an ATP perspective, for the nervous system to just predict a response based on what happened before versus create a new one. The painful imprint of those events and unresolved negative emotions from the past, they now trigger the conductor to divert the energy down the stress track, even though the event is long over. So essentially what's happening is the system is like, oh, I've seen this before. And it, it could be a sound, it could be a tone of voice, it could be a specific word someone says, it could be a red jacket, it, it could be something that you feel, a certain texture, a certain touch from someone. And the body says, oh, I've seen this before. I know what to do with this. It could be a song even, a specific smell, a taste, and it recognizes it. And this is all happening fast, in nanoseconds, unconsciously. And it says, I've been here before. I know what to do. I know how to react. Boom, switch, train on the stress track, the survival track, stress mode, fight, flight, faint, freeze. So this is how both past and current stress makes us sick. And thankfully, there is good news. If we go back to that idea of the formula of nutrients in and wastes and toxins out, I would consider the pain from our past that is not yet healed or resolved to be memory toxins. That's what we can think of them like. We can get the memory toxins of the past out of the nervous system, clear them out of the unconscious neurology. We can deprogram them so quickly so that the conductor regains control of the train set and chooses to divert the energy back down the nourishing, nutrifying, thriving, healing track. And it's like a snap. It's like a switch. We can go back into healing mode just as quickly and easily as we went into stress mode if we get these memory toxins out of the body, out of the unconscious mind. And that's exactly what I help people do. I facilitate people to change the way they remember things so that they can change how their minds react to things. We don't change the facts of the story. The people who did certain behaviors still did those certain behaviors in the past. What changes is what we made that mean about ourselves. What changes is how we see ourselves as a result of that. What changes is how triggered we get when these benign things in our current environment unconsciously link us back to those old events. It's like we decouple the current things in our environment, those sights, sounds, smells, touches, we decouple them from the original event in the past. We separate the thing that triggers them to go into stress mode so that they stay on the healthy track 
we give the conductor a new choice where it doesn't have to automatically, and that's really crucial for you to take home. No longer does the system automatically have to take the stress track. We've opened up a new option. Hey, this is available over here. You can actually keep your energy diverted in this healthy, relaxed pathway. So the stress option still remains an option. We don't take that away. We just create a new option. We have another branch in the track where the conductor can say, ah, yeah, let's stick to the healing mode for right now. We're good. We're fine. We're safe. We're okay. Boom. Switch. So now you can choose how to react instead of doing what you used to do without thinking. Those automatic problem behaviors, whether it's having a glass of wine as soon as you come home from work, binging out with Netflix, crashing through a bag of Skittles, lashing out at the people that you're supposed to love, we can interrupt those automatic patterns, decouple the triggers so that you get to make kinder, better, more engaging, healthful choices. I can talk more in another episode about how this trigger scenario works, how we go from, say, the red jacket to the big lashing out at whoever's in our path. But for now, what I want you to really remember is that health equals nutrients in and waste out and our nervous system gets to choose whether it goes into stress mode or healing mode in any given moment and allocate the resources of ATP that it has available to it. And we can give the nervous system more choices when we clear the old pain out of the past. So over the course of the first month of my three-month coaching program called A Breakthrough, what we do is we spend those four weeks getting all of those memory toxins out of the body. So we clear out negative emotions, wastes out. We clear out old traumas, wastes out. We clear out old limiting decisions and beliefs, wastes out. And then we replace them with new positive ones, nutrients in. And this is happening at the mental emotional level. Nutrients like peace, nutrients like love, nutrients like confidence, nutrients like energy. All so that they can just handle things better in their lives. So by changing how our unconscious mind neurologically remembers the past, we can regain control of the track that our train is on, go back into healing mode, and give our bodies new choices and new resources to choose again and to choose differently. I'm so glad that you listened through to the end of the episode. I'm happy to hear your feedback and questions. Reach out to me at any point in time. You can find me at tanyawinchester.com. There's a little chat bot at the bottom of the window. Anywhere on social media at Coach Tanya. I hope this information was helpful for you today. And as always, may you choose to make all of your dreams come true. Hey, thanks for wondering with me today. If you've got something good out of this, then please forward this episode along to the people who you know could benefit. Be sure to subscribe. And if you're really keen, you leaving us a rating and a review helps us to help more people. So thank you in advance for that. If you're wanting more insights about how you can leverage the power of your unconscious mind to go back into healing mode, head on over to tanyawinchester.com where you'll find my book, Breakthrough the Insomnia Cycle, and other helpful ideas. Thanks again, and we'll connect on the next episode of the Wonder With Me podcast. In the meantime, may you choose to make all of your dreams come true.